Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. I was in Florida too long, fellas. For the second straight day, I was in there frittering around, thinking I had till 4 p.m. to get oh. ready to do the show. And mm-hmm. uh, and that's not the way it works when you're in the central time zone instead of the eastern time zone. <laughs> that you got to be ready at 3. That tan will wreak havoc <laughs> with your sense of timing. That, that is true. You are, a, you are a golden bronze. Oh, but I was much better a week ago. The last week down there was very un, unfavorable to a golden brown tan. Okay. Was not not what it should be. That's for sure. Uh, best meal you had down there? You know what? I, a, I a lot of it is great, but uh, there's a place called My Lot My My Lachey. Okay. When you first go on to Pile Island, it's a it's a fishing village, old abandoned yeah. fishing village. Yeah. Bunch of joints and the Blue Dog Bar. Ooh. The Blue Dog they Bar. A, they had a smoked fish uh, dip. And hmm. they had, uh, luckily, unfortunately, I was too late for the hogfish, which is supposed to be fantastic. But I got there at 2 in the afternoon. They already sold out. It's supposed to be the fish version of lobster. It's supposed okay. to be really? fantastic. It's supposed hmm. to be fantastic. Blue Dog Bar. Recommend. Supposed to, this place is also alleged to have fantastic music at night. Okay, and it's tucked away and uh, That's it. hard to find? Uh, no, you go, you're heading to Pine Island and yep. you got to drive through that to get there. So, okay. And, and there's a lot of you know, a lot of gift shops, costume jewelry, that kind shells. of Shells. You can yeah. buy some shells yeah, there. Yeah, that'd be a good spot for you. And, the, and they got old... Uh, they got an old antique stores that uh, right you up and the, the bride should be running that. Right. Oh, in fact, we'll probably, uh, I think good. we're going to head down there uh, the week after Holy Week. Yeah, go find That's it. That's the only time I can find. Uh, but it's uh, 3 o'clock on Friday, and we need, what is on your mind, Manny Hill? Well, I just, you know, last night was a fun, fun night for college basketball. I thought the, the Loyola-Nevada game was fun. It yeah. was fun. I didn't. I fell asleep. K State and Kentucky. Sorry, I didn't make it. I uh, it was, I fell asleep. It was. Uh, it was. It was a terrific game. And and in typical Kentucky, you know, John Calipari teams that they kind of 
you get in a tight game with them late down the stretch, and they start taking some questionable shots. And they Especially when missing. they're all 18 years old. Yeah, right? and they're missing free throws. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. K-State's a little bit more of a seasoned team, and they, they came out on top. We talked about that yesterday. Nobody else gave them a chance. You and I gave them a chance yesterday, yeah, Manny. thought but they had a shot. Can I ask, may I ask this? I, I watched the entire game because I was at the appearance yesterday. So I, it was probably one of the first basketball games that I've watched in its entirety. Uh, were those two teams? It was uh, who was it? Nevada and Loyola. Yeah. Yep. Were is it typical for so many shots to be missed? And I'm not just talking three pointers, but it seemed like they couldn't even shoot two pointers. What do you? I, they didn't. Loyola made their first eleven shots of the second half. What yeah, but, game but were you up watching? On, I mean, <laughs> the, 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 the first half. The not, first half. Well, yeah, because they seemed it was they were nine for twenty six or whatever it was, yeah, and I thought the, well, they came out and made eleven in a row, nine layups. I said on Twitter they had more blowbys last night, Nevada than. Bill Musselman's first Gopher team had the entire season in 1971. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, but what are your other what beyond well, that? Well, and the re- the reason why I say it was a fun night because there were I mean two of the games were not competitive and two of them ended up being pretty tight. But the the two games that were non competitive were two coaches that I mean it's hard to it's hard to dislike either guy. I mean Beeline, I know you love Beeline. Yeah, I love they, Beeline. they blew yeah. out they blew out A and M and. How about our guy Leonard Hamilton? Yes, first elite eight after all these years. Eight Gonzaga's lunch. Yes, from what I was ran them out of the gym. Why why did why why did that happen? I don't know. Florida State is weird because you know they lost the two the two kids to the draft last year. Their two best players. They had a really good team last year and only got to the second round. You know they lost Jonathan Isaac and Dwayne Bacon to the NBA, and so this team was kind of on paper. You're like, ah, they might be okay, but. Now they've they've gone on a are run they, here, and I don't know how they're doing are they it. Physical, yeah, yeah. I mean they they just uh, they they just got they're just steady. I don't know. I don't I don't know how to describe them. They they not they don't really overwhelm you with talent, but they're they're you know this might be Leonard's one of Leonard's best coaching jobs, just getting that team to this far. Well, I I promised on Twitter last night that I wasn't the kind of guy that was going to go on the radio today and tell everybody how I promised that Michigan was going to finally play their A game after having that lousy weekend. So I'm not going to do that. But boy, did they uh, destroy them. Huh? My guy, didn't I predict that uh, my guy Wagner would have a pretty, pretty <laughs> yes. big night? He was good. Yes. He was fantastic. Uh, well, they make their shots. Uh, they they made A and M look like fools. That's for sure. So uh, fourteen yeah, but, of twenty four from three. Michigan last they? night. Fourteen out of twenty four. Rook, from three. we got to get Rook. If, if Rook, if you're going to go out to these pu- public appearances to watch basketball, though, you got to pay a little more attention. That you're complaining well, that Loyola didn't make any shots and they made eleven in a row to start the second half. That's why they won. But that's why I'm out there so people can school me. They can say, Rook, did you did you see the stats on that? They should yeah. put on a stat sheet at halftime. Well, that was uh, uh, yeah, uh, Nevada. Once again, made one of their frantic comebacks. You know, uh, North Carolina State should have kept those two Martin uh, twins, shouldn't have they? Isn't North Carolina State, right? I think so. Yeah. They're pretty good. They are pretty two. good. Uh, and, but they they only have six guys. They lost their point guard. And Eric never has more than a nine on his roster because he's got four transfers sitting at all times. So uh, uh, what? All last night, all five starters transfers for Nevada. Really? Yeah, all five. All transfers. five of them. Yeah. Do you know who killed him? Kendall Steven. Didn't make it. Couldn't make a shot. Yeah. The Purdue kid. 
that get transferred out there and one of a very good three point shooter. He couldn't make a shot. But how about yeah, it was the, fun. How about the PJ Washington kid at Kentucky? Eight of twenty at the free throw line. Mm. He has Shaq's disease. And he's not a I mean, he's 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 kind of the, one of their post players, he's but he's not a muscle bomb. He's not a huge seven footer. I mean, mm. he's just kind of, you know, an average size kid, but eight of twenty at the line. Yeah. How does that I I don't I don't know how that how that happens. You I mean, know what is amazing? Syracuse is a advanced, but they've they've made that a tradition. Missing free throws. Yeah, <laughs> that Stevie Thompson team, Stephen Douglas team, that fantastic team should have won the national title. They they couldn't make free throws. They shot sixty percent from the line. It was, I don't know, I don't get it. I don't get how you get to that level and uh, don't play. But yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I now now we got all hope Loyola. I mean, K State is a fun story for K State. Right, but. Loyola's a good story. Loyola, if, if Loyola's, Loyola's gotten this fun. far, then they might as well go George Mason. Dan the Bernstein the from the score will be with us at 415 to okay. tell us how, if the Ramblers now own the city like DePaul <laughs> used to 30 years ago, when De, before Michael Jordan, when DePaul owned the city down there in Chicago when they had their tournament run. Did you see all the flack on Twitter that our guy Myron Medcalf has been getting today? Because of his he, reseeding. Yeah, he, he did his reseeding, his bottom four, I all one yesterday. Oh, did they really? <laughs> <laughs> of the 16 teams but, left, but all Myron four teams at the bottom one. But did the good thing. He said, I'm basing it all on how they played last weekend. This yeah. is not a prediction. Yeah. But I, the one I questioned him about when we had him on was Michigan. I, I yeah. think Michigan's good. I, you know, then, then they went back to... Boy, they were good last night. Oof. They, they were. They were. So I would just like to make mention that... Um, Team Double Pumpers, yeah, is uh, is up top the list here for the overall standings for the, right? uh, the bracket challenge. Is that right? <laughs> and that is legitimately a blind squirrel can yeah. find a nut because uh, well, this has been a good. The suits theory of trying to pick losers would have uh, worked pretty well this year. <laughs> yes. uh, hot rumor: we might get a Sano verdict here in the next uh, couple hours Ooh. by Major League Baseball. And he kicked two ground balls today, so uh, it's weighing heavily. Let's hope on his he's mind. not. This wasn't something. Not well. I'm not. I shouldn't say. Let's hope he's not. Let's let's not. Let's just suggest that to be kind of out of shape and not. Uh, okay. And not okay. We're chalking up not to the physical. Out he has a big suspension, Got but it. he if it's going to be announced in an hour or two, he knows already. So yeah, we'll find out. Uh, we uh, we should know here uh, shortly that, uh, but again, this is not a given either. The knowing Major League Baseball and stuff like this, they might wait till five o'clock on Saturday where it doesn't get any attention. We'll be back. See what's on Kenny's mind. Before we find out what's on Kenny's mind, I got to tell you, Kenny, I've been uh, saying that I want to be elected governor and we wouldn't repair roads and yeah. things like that. Yeah, you're going to retract that? I was coming off Como today trying to get on to 280. Oh, no, no. <laughs> there is, something, uh, isn't it? You can't go a foot without going ba-wump. This ba-wump, is unbelievable. Ba-wump. But uh, that 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 one that entrance is going to be closed down this spring for a few days to repave it. I'll tell you. When that did one. they start putting in manhole covers so awfully, horribly, whatever so they the word is? Yes, the big, uh, every yeah, every single manhole cover in the street now is a pothole, 
and they've repositioned all the lanes because of the bikes. So now we're all hitting these manhole Yeah, well, covers. that's probably the thought. We can't, we can't veer else we'll hit a fence post, right? Right, uh, right. Okay. So now we I'd have, rather hit a fence post than one of those holes, though. But it's a, it's an obstacle course. I mean, you have manhole covers, you have pothole, um, you have potholes, and then you have bicycle riders, and then you have bike lanes, and then you have improperly plowed streets. So there's snow <laughs> and ice everywhere. And if you follow a guy like, say, down West Mississippi River Boulevard, you everybody is zigzagging all over trying to avoid all <laughs> yeah. of these yes. obstacles. It's, yes. It's a real count. Well, I was, yeah, I might have to change my f- uh, platform when I uh, when I run for governor. Once a year? <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe just fix the roads Why you don't drive we just on? Have, here's the deal. <laughs> yeah, just Stay fix- home day, yeah. right? Yeah. Everybody stays home, and today's the day the trucks are going to be out. We're going to fix all the roads. Or pull don't, up. Don't stay home. Don't, if you're going to go somewhere, walk down to the convenience How store. How about a day <laughs> home day? Let's grind up all the asphalt and make everything gravel again because the gravel roads well, seem to be better. okay. Oh, yeah. Gravel's, you might gravel's little, way better. You know, if somebody goes by you going 80 on one of those roads, like yeah, they you have get a, a stinger. today, you might, <laughs> get a stinger. you might get a few dents. A little, little, just they're not dents, they're just little chip paint chips. I, when was I, where the hell was I on a gravel road? Uh, must have been last fall. It was still dry. <laughs> I saw this cloud of dust up ahead of me about, you know, some farm kid with a truck, man. That's, that's how a, we do it. I got as far over as yep. I go, what? He goes by. <laughs> you, you, you notice there's no speed limit signs on gravel roads, and you know what that means. There's no speed limit. <laughs> yeah, it's, whatever you you can uh, possibly stand. But when you're on a, a gravel road and you get up there, you kind of going fast, It there's that, like that, Vibrant, that shaking. What is that? Washboarding. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. A water runoff and the combination of that and braking usually. Okay. Well, they uh, fill them in a couple of times a year. But you know what? The great thing about gravel roads and washboards and potholes and all that mess uh, uh, that comes with gravel roads keeps people like you (laughs) off of them. (laughs) And the big thing among my friends up there is we got to tar this road. We got to turn this tar into road. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is what's keeping the cityots away from us because they hate the gravel roads. I was just going to say that when I was a kid, you didn't care if you took a turn onto a gravel road or a paved no. road you just turned no now no. i'm as a city guy as a city guy i'll i'll oh hell i'll i'll go to the next one see maybe if it's paved or not and that's paved. the opposite for me i'm looking for gravel roads <laughs> to get me all the way from my farm to alexandria because mm-hmm. there's no city it's on those gravel yeah, roads and that's true. and that's the last bastion of freedom is on gravel roads because the cops don't even like going on the gravel roads. That means we got burning barrels, we're burning tires and mattresses. <laughs> I don't know. We're dumping oil right into Mother Nature's ground. Anything goes on a gravel road. But the problem uh, with the gravel roads is you never encounter employees going to Lunds and Byerly so you can pick them up and give them a ride. They're never walking along the service road of life there. Another problem with gravel roads that, that you might think is a problem, everybody where I'm from, we drive trucks and we all have a couple of toe straps in our truck. Because you get out on a gravel road, you slide into the ditch at yeah. 10, 10 at night or 2 in the morning, 
no tow truck's going to find you. You're not going to get out. You're going to sit there and die. So we all take care of each other. You go by and you say, oh, look at Scott. He's down in the ditch. Yep, yep. Looks like he's almost. Let's get the tow strap out. Get him out of here before the cops come. We actually, down by Bassett Creek Park, for years had a uh, place that was uh, dirt. Not you know dirt road sure. for a little over a block for a block there was two blocks now they can now they yeah they now it's apparently a, somebody's come no they didn't pave it they just blocked it off you oh they got rid of it all you together. can't get on it because uh, apparently either the neighbors were complaining or they they thought it was untoward or something we but had they, a, it was a cutoff to get over there there was a section of forty sixth avenue over by uh, lake uh, or not lake Minnehaha uh, Minnehaha Falls. Not even a hundred yards long. That was cobblestone uh, up until last summer, mm-hmm. and it was undrivable. It was so bad. I mean, it was bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. And they've now they dug up the cobblestone. They threw it away. They put down fresh asphalt. Half the road is a bike lane that everybody in their cars ignores. Mm-hmm. So the, the bike riders don't have any place to go. The car the guys in cars are all over. They have no idea where they should go. These cities, if you're going to keep putting in these bike lanes, you're going to have to start educating the public on where we can drive and where we can't drive. Because these guys in cars who have no idea what a bike lane is and what the car lane is, they're going to end up killing people. And it just makes the bike riders even more angry. Next next time I'm in Florida, i got to take a photo of the, somehow try to take a photo of the bike lane we have coming out of the jungle. It's a mile and two-tenths. Yeah. Coming out of there and it's this wide. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 half as it's a third as wide as me. <laughs> is it is it being used at least? Once in a while you'll see them on there and they try to stay right, but it I've seen people on it at night. You got no shot. No. Because we're all old. We're gonna kill you. Right. Because we can't this, see. Because to this day, Patrick, and it's we're going on. I think about four four years or so since they put those bike lanes on Plymouth over in Minneapolis. Yeah. You know, still looking for somebody. Still, still have not seen. I a drive single Plymouth person quite often. I did see four somebody. <laughs> I did see somebody, but they never get as far as the liquor store. They turn before they get to the liquor. That, that liquor's that's the liquor store I want to own. By the way, the one on Plymouth and what's that crossroad there? Uh, uh, before you get up to Penn, it's, it's yeah, about it's, it's about oh, eight blocks. It's, it's about between Lindale and Penn. Penn. That guy is sitting there saying, "Bring me the cash, man." They're busy <laughs> at eight in the morning. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I, I repossessed cars, and I used to there used what? to be there used to be a payphone. On that corner by yeah. that liquor store, I used to call that payphone in my office. <laughs> I spent all my time on the north side, and all the guys on the north side recognized me. They're going, ah, he's not the police. Don't worry about yeah, him. Yeah, but he's going to steal your car. <laughs> you well, he's going to steal it back. Yeah. Your car. He's going to take it. Yeah. No, I was working for a rental company, so basically oh, okay. they stole the car, and I was stealing it back. <laughs> okay, well, that's, we that's got, only we, fair. Yeah, we all got along great. That's it was fantastic. Fair. Uh, hey, look at the time, Patrick. Yes, we did it. Thank you. Now let's have Brucey tell us how the uh, stock market did today. Yeah, we will have your Money Now report brought to you by Owatonna's own Federated Insurance. And here is aforementioned Bruce Vale. 
Well, you probably don't want to know. Stocks yeah. gave up some early gains today, closing sharply lower to end the week, and the losses mounted in the final few hours of trading, and that's been the case a lot lately. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 424 points, closing at 23,533. The NASDAQ Composite lost 174 points. The S&P 500 fell 55, and all three indexes were down at least 5% for the week. Pest control company Terminix will look to fill 700 open positions at a National Hiring Day event tomorrow. The positions will range from sales to customer service to management. Dunkin' Donuts will open 50 new format stores in the U.S. this year, including one, the first one, opening today in California. The next-generation format features nitrogen-infused cold brew coffee, a separate pickup spot for mobile orders, and outlets on the tables so that customers can charge their mobile devices while enjoying a cup of coffee. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Was that as painful as it sounded? Yeah, I feel fine. I just can't get words out today or right. yesterday. I or... think you meant the economy. Oh No, I mean his oh, okay. voice. It sounds like a struggle. You should uh, drink some tea and honey, Bruce. Yeah, I've and been doing that all day, not helping. We'll talk to you on Monday, sir. Thank you. Your traffic here is sponsored by Walgreens. Inbound 394 already plowing the brakes between Theo and 94. Yeah, that's ahead of, a, ahead of schedule for most days, but... Pretty normal for a Friday. If you're doing the outbound stomp on West 94, the Hot Mess Express from the Fish Lake split up to Rogers, really not too bad. At least it's not at capacity yet, planned for 12 to 14 minutes there. Walgreens is here for all your diabetes needs. Stop by today to consult with your pharmacist and get trusted advice and tips about your diabetes medication. Johnny Hike with reports of a courageous comeback by the Twins today. <laughs> Partly cloudy and 42 degrees. The Twins, two runs in the ninth. Up to no, the ninth. They'd been no hit, right? No hit up to that point. Yes. Oh, wow. Two runs in the ninth on two hits. So they ended up with two hits, and it ends up a tie. Two to that two. That hitting machine, Ryan Lamar, started it with a double. And then Tanner English, who's a scrawny looking outfielder hit a home run yes he tied it that is three ties johnny Uh that equals bud grant's total his first season as the viking coach where they were three eight and three so uh Mm -hmm. that's the first time a pro team in minnesota outside of hockey has had the three ties in all those years Uh, i have an odd question mr royce yes Uh, i have a statement here from the twins on on what on miguel sano okay do you know why they issued this statement. I haven't seen any Re- Read it to us. It says, the Minnesota Twins fully support the MLB, MLBPA policy, which governs serious matters of this nature. The Twins are pleased that the commissioner's office has concluded its investigation with respect to Miguel Sano. Miguel can now return his sole focus to the season ahead. I have not seen the story yet. Well, good. I thought I was losing my mind. Per team protocol. Did they the tw- send it out a uh, minute early or what? I do, 324 they sent it out. To, so Yeah, I knew it was coming. I told you a while ago. Yeah, you told me you expected something, but I haven't seen anything but from it, Major League Baseball. It says that he can now go back to yeah. playing. No, right? here it is. Twins, uh, Al- M- Miguel Sano will not be suspended for alleged assault go. in 2000. Insufficient ad- ad- evidence due to conflicting and inconsistent witness accounts of the incident at Rosedale Center Mall. All right. Okay. So, so the twin statement basically saying, uh, uh, thank they, you, we'll, yeah, we'll move they, on. They now. support the policy, but okay. he did not get suspended. So 
those two errors he made today, that was based on talent alone. It wasn't a cluttered. It wasn't a cluttered mind. Talent errors based on talent. I love that. Errors based on weighing two ninety and not being able to bend over. He uh, looked a little thick today. I thought uh, I yeah, haven't seen him a lot. He this was spring. moving fairly well earlier. I thought, but maybe he's wearing out. But uh, that helps him a lot. Uh, that, uh, you know, whatever we want to say about this uh, situation, uh, you know, they they spent a long... Believe me, baseball didn't want to look like they were whitewashing anything in this yeah. case. Not not in the Me Too generation. Yeah. So uh, they uh, couldn't prove it. So Is he trying to lose weight? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like uh, when uh, Charlie Holm and Gary Olson and I had a weight losing contest at the Pioneer Press, and I won by gaining three pounds. <laughs> you, you gained the least amount. <laughs> well, how, how old is how old is Miguel? Twenty uh, three, or did he just turn twenty four? Oh, so he's not even in his thirties, y'all. No, no. So he's not going through what the rest of us go through no, at middle no. age, where we take off no, our his, shirts. His metabolism our, is still no. pretty strong. He's but no. what I'm saying, I, I, have, I have recommended. And gastric bypass for me. <laughs> what, 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 what I'm saying, hell? though, there's an age where you take off your shirt and your big fat gut flops yeah, up, and there's nothing. Yeah. And, and you look it in the mirror and you go, you know what? That's not too bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not too bad at all. <laughs> and and I, now I'm walking around patting my gut, and I mm-hmm. sit in my desk and kind of rub my big fat belly, and I don't mind it at all. Mm-hmm. Whereas ten years ago, it it made me ashamed. Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't like I'll, it. I'll Although, if some sponsor out there me. wants to call up and have you lose uh, weight, I turn them down. Oh, you would? Okay, yeah, you're no. not- <laughs> I, I need a sponsor that lets me gain weight. <laughs> Because I'm thinking these pants, I could get another 10 pounds into these pants. Speaking of that, have you seen the latest trend in fanny packs? <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a it? belly. It's a picture. That's a legitimate <laughs> oh, fanny it's pack. It's a fanny pack that <laughs> looks like my <laughs> gut. That's fantastic. Yes. You just need little, some hair coming out of the belly button. <laughs> you, know, you can buy one with the lint. And oh, with yeah, the, I was going to uh, say, where's the navel lint? Yeah, yeah I want to be able to walk around and put my finger in that fanny pack <laughs> belly button. <laughs> All right. Well, news notes from today from the Star Tribune lender. Uh, leaders, excuse me, in the Prior Lake Savage School District and police are asking parents for help in stopping kids from playing Nerf Wars, saying the game has become dangerous and disruptive to student safety. In a letter sent to parents yesterday, the Prior Lake School principal said the popular game in which teams of students shoot foam darts at others to kill them in an attempt to win prize money has led to confrontations in the Prior Lake High School parking lot, reckless driving in local neighborhoods, threats on social media, and students actually skipping school. The game is normally played off campus in parks and other public places, but has increasingly been infiltrating routines on campus, according to officials. Students have been involved in constant texting in school and making threats related to the game over social This isn't the media. one where they shoot each other in cars and drive yes, off the road, that's is the it? one that caused the accident. Yes, same yeah, game. Killed out there in Lakeville. I warned my kids, do not... I don't know if they're playing this game, but I warned all of them, dude, it's not worth it. It's really because everybody's you know, getting... With all the technical advantages the youth of America has these days, <laughs> do we need this idiocy? No. You know, back then, what were we going to do? You know, we, There was nothing we else had to, to do. We had to do... We had to... 
We had to do something. We had to drive the gravel roads and have a beer. And have a road car. Maybe a rumble. A rumble. Yeah, I had a rumble. rumble. You know. <laughs> gravel travel, baby. Yeah. Let's yeah. get a 12-pack and yeah, kill some time. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Good. And my alma mater. Maybe I should come out uh-huh. and give them a little lecture. Yes. <laughs> you kids. Proud graduate. I, I graduated in the top 30 of my class out there. Of course, there was only 47 of us. <laughs> might be a little harder now. They got about 700. You're getting uh, close to that top half, aren't you? <laughs> You're right, Racy. We should teach a class on how to party. <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't shooting Nerf balls out of cars and no. killing yourself. No. Just hours after threatening a veto, President Trump said this afternoon he had signed what he called a ridiculous $1.3 trillion spending bill. What was he gonna, why was he going to veto it? I thought uh, this is what he wanted. He, uh, Trump said he might veto in, in a tweet this morning, surprising a lot of people, by the way, including folks uh, in Congress who had already agreed Paul with Paul Ryan and made the deal with him, right? Yep. Uh, Trump said in the tweet he might veto the bill because it does nothing to address the fate of young, undocumented immigrants known as dreamers. Oh, and now he's on their... On their uh-huh. side? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. And did not fully fund his border wall. But then speaking to reporters at the White House about four hours after his tweet, the president said he had decided to sign the bill, arguing it provides much-needed funding for the military, including a pay increase for troops and new equipment. I hate to say this, but John Bolton scares me more than Benito <laughs> Mussolini would have. <laughs> that guy is frightening. Uh, He's, he's, and Mussolini was pretty scary. He too. was. He was. <laughs> yeah, but you see what happened to him, don't you? Yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Hung yeah, up, uh, yeah, hung up in the, the lamppost with his gut cut open. Disembowelment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disembowelment. Yeah. U.S. Postal Service today released a stamp featuring Fred Rogers, the TV host who entertained and educated generations of preschoolers on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. It's a forever stamp. What on sale today? It has a picture of old Fred in his trademark cardigan, along with King Friday, a puppet character from the show's Neighborhood of Make Believe sketch. The uh, ceremony was held at the Pittsburgh studio where Rogers filmed the PBS show, which aired between 1968 and 2001. Rogers died in 2003 at the age of 74. I bought a packet of Wilt Chamberlain. In his uniform, not his, not in his disco <laughs> right. uniform, yeah. <laughs> and I don't have the heart to put them on envelopes like to pay bills with yeah, or right. something. Yeah. I, I got to keep them so because they're so great. They're about this long. I was going to say, I hope they're extra tall because uh, yeah. I have two books of old music ones. Remember the put yeah. music ones? Out? I just I can't bring myself to use <laughs> no, them. No. I You're, just leave them in my. Door. I like that. I get the ones. I get the ones with a flag. <laughs> When I bail them out, who cares? <laughs> I was rooting for the uh, the, Fred, the Fred Rogers stamps that once you lick them and attach them to the uh, uh, whatever you're going to send out, they, they talk back. Have you by any chance <laughs> lost your kitty? Just random, <laughs> random things like that. About some make-believe about musical instruments. I never let toes. my kids watch that guy. He, would have, he creeped them out. <laughs> what? Oh. What? The only guy in America that doesn't we like Mr. Underdog. Rogers? <laughs> we watch Underdog. We watch violence. <laughs> He's violence. a Rogers is a sissy. <laughs> Don't watch that kid. Look at those sweaters. He's got no firearms. Looks in like that Wetmore. With, looks like Wetmore with those sweaters he wore. Oh, come on. <laughs> that sweater. That sweaters Wetmore wear. Man, I they, my roommate. I was worried about him with those sweaters he had. What yeah, a he's special a, friend you are. <laughs> he's a clean liberal. Don't he pick is. on those guys. <laughs> he's got a, uh, a a sense of fashion that uh, 
is different than yes, most, it is. most people yes, his most, age. Most people who work at 1500 yes. ESPN. We'll be back. It appears the only decision left for the Twins is whether they keep Gabriel Moya or give the Rule 5 guy back, Tyler Kinley, back mm-hmm. to the Marlins. I think that's about it. I think they you should got keep your ball club. They should keep Kinley just because of that backstory I read in the paper the other day about his family. Oh, yeah. He's a, a member of the McKinley, McKinley family. family. Yes. yes. Did I you mean. see that one, Kenny? Oh. Uh, this, they got this guy named Tyler Kinley, and William McKinley was great, 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 Johnny? Uh, great, great, great uncle. Great, great, huh. great uncle. And after he got assassinated, they recommend the family... Uh, change the name to drop the MC for safety concerns. Really? People, so they became the Kinleys instead oh. of the McKinley. <laughs> That's fascinating. Was yes, he the is. one that was assassinated while stumping, giving a speech? He, he, he was, was in a train station, yeah, think, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. In a train station. And he kept... Took several days, right? It wasn't immediate. Yeah, and it was a, the kind of wound where if it happened today, he'd, you know, they'd have no problems. Be like Reagan. It's a flash wound. Speech. Be yeah. out making a speech two days later. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, so anyway, that's, uh, although I guess they haven't decided between Ryan Lamar and Zach Granite either because, uh, Granite is on the roster and Lamar isn't. So that's, he might end up with Zach Granite as your extra outfielder. Guinness World Records confirmed a $14,168 shot of cognac served at a London bar. It's the most expensive, expensive. Shot in the world. Most expensive ever. So if you buy a whole jug, what oh, would that cost? Yeah. Oh, my. Uh, this came, uh, it was discovered in a cognac house in 2004. It's believed to have been from the very first blend created by the distiller Jean Filot in 1894. So I take it cognac uh, gets better with age then, John. I would assume. I'm not a big cognac guy. No. The shot was served to Ranjita Dutt McGrordy at mm-hmm. London Bar Hyde Kensington. <laughs> I wonder if he went, oh. Right. <laughs> was he like Reavers with an almond bar and it's one bite? Or <laughs> knock it back. Yeah. Boom. Like a shot of cognac. I'll have another. Right. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, bar shared photos of the receipt and the presentation. What was the number again now? 4000 $14,000. $14,000. $168. You know shot. what? That guy is not going to be well-liked by uh, people. That they, they, they would think this is a little uh, wasteful. The guy that drank it? Yeah. The guy that drank it actually is a gal. Oh, okay. Renjita. It's a okay. female. Yep. Mm-hmm. So she, uh, she Her husband bought it for her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was oh, a you pig, you. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> A hotel guest suffered the ultimate embarrassment in Spain when his testicles got stuck in a plastic chair and fire crews had to come get him free. Yeah, I hate oh, when that those happens. plastic chairs yeah. with the slats. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you got to keep the boys tucked in on those things. <laughs> yep. The unfortunate incident happened when the man aged between 60 and 70. I mean, 70. you guys with the small ones do it. <laughs> right, right. Uh, me and Manny were okay. Why were you looking at me? <laughs> It happened when the man aged between... Mine slip right through those slats. It's not a problem. (laughs) Never get stuck. Never see a dead bird. (laughs) (laughs) The man was sitting down... Before taking a like shower. I'm, like I'm flying in front of Ziggy's uh, stage room. 
<laughs> it happened when the man was uh, sitting down before taking a shower in his hotel room in Torrevieja, Alicante, Spain. Mm-hmm. Everything went to plan until he tried to stand up and found that his testicles had dropped through the slats in the folding chair and he couldn't get them out. Even more embarrassing. Must not have a lot of feeling down there that it took that for him to know that they were stuck. Well, he's 60 to 70 yeah. years old. Yeah. I would know when I leaned forward, not halfway up. I'm like, ah! Dragging the chair around the room with you. The, not even uh, realizing it. The call led to three fire engines coming to the scene to try oh, to help out. Right. Hey, guys, they, let's dial this down a bit, okay? Let's you turn your sirens happened. off. They just wanted to see if it was actually true. Two <laughs> Two other fire engines showed up. They said, oh, we got to see this. Engine 7, you got to get over here. (laughs) (laughs) At first, they couldn't uh, figure out how to do it. Finally, they just decided to cut away some of the plastic slats, which extended the ordeal a bit by about Mm -hmm. a half an hour. Mm -hmm. Eventually, he was able to stand up, had to be treated for minor injuries at the university (laughs) hospital. Uh, the fireman they said... should have thrown a marmot at him. He would have jumped, jumped out of there. Right. Nice marmot. <laughs> fireman said it was one of the strangest calls they had ever received. Some said mm. when they first got it at the station, they thought it was a joke. Extrication needed. We never... Uh, they did not identify the individual they by name. Not. The victim no. by name. No. A Florida man accused of stealing exotic fish from a pet store by stuffing them down his pants. Okay. Cruz Orlando Garcia Jr. of Largo entered Pet Safari, a safari in Clearwater with his alleged accomplice, Crystal Dixon. Dixon distracted the store clerk while Garcia Jr. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Stole electric blue acaras and blue ram sitchlids, according Ooh. to police. Uh, those apparently are expensive fish, each costing about 20 bucks a piece. Did he have a bag with water in it? I was just going to say, or did he just take them and put them in his pants? I think he just stuck them in his pants, Kenny. Hopefully it was close to the apartment where the aquarium was. The boyfriend, according to the store employee, Kyla Kraut, the boyfriend came to the fish tank, pointed at a fish, and went, oh, that's a really cool fish, and then ran out the door. I immediately went to where I saw them last and noticed there was a lot of water coming from the tank. I knew there was a missing fish. Kraut took the license number of the car, turned it over to detectives. Garcia was arrested. Authorities are still looking for Dixon. But he knew his fish. He knew which one to steal. Yeah. So uh, yeah. good for him. He was a smart young man. A tough deal for a fellow in the Bronx. He decided he won a lawsuit. Okay, he won 96 grand. All right. He decided to celebrate by hiring three prostitutes at a <laughs> motel. Then... <laughs> <laughs> then lost all the cash, the cash windfall, when uh, two gun-toting pals of the hookers yeah. burst in. Of course. Bunch of hookers so he cashed it. So he, who he is got, that? He got, what is that soundbite? Are you thinking the same thing I'm thinking? Yeah, Danny? The when lottery. they asked him, they asked yeah. him what he would do if he won the lottery, and he just said a bunch of hookers and cocaine. <laughs> <Some> cocaine. <laughs> but ninety six. So instead of taking, he goes out and just gets the cash. Huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually, according to police, his name is Saul Vegas. Mm-hmm. He carried the entire sum in a suitcase. Mm-hmm. He checked into the Van Cortland Motel on Broadway in the Bronx around 10 p.m. Sunday and called for some female companions. I got a suitcase full of cash. Send up a couple of whores. <laughs> Jeez, what a moron. Oh, my goodness. Three idiots. Well, he gets even stupider, as you'll see in a minute. Three hookers came over, had sex with the 30-year-old. Then they suggested they have a friend stop by with beer and cigarettes. Okay. Yeah. He said, yeah, that's cool. About 6.50 in the morning, 
that company, which was actually a pair of masked gun-toting men, burst into the room, grabbed the overstuffed suitcase, and ran out the door. What are the hookers gone by now, or are they still there? The uh, hookers left. Okay. That, by that, in the okay. confusion, they okay. slipped out the back. <laughs> Viegas said, "I am haunted by this. I keep, <laughs> I keep playing it over in my mind. I was traumatized. Where did I make a mistake? What could have I possibly done wrong? I was surprised they pulled a gun. I said, "What's going on?" and yelled for help. I was scarred for life. Uh, Here's a a good quote considering I hired three hookers. I was depending on that money to move my family. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I want to meet this guy. I want him as a weekly guest. (laughs) (laughs) Who carries around 96K in cash? In a suitcase. Hey, Kenny, if you and I had listened to Brandon Lang a couple days ago, we'd be rich men today. Yeah. He had him. He had him wired, man. Did he seem a little down in the dumps the other day, though? When you had him on, he he seemed very well, reserved. I brought up UCLA right away. <laughs> <laughs> you had that to throw his, that in his that face was his right big away. Out last time. Yeah. Whoops. I don't know. Boy, we he's can't. got self-confidence, though, doesn't can't he? Get oh my goodness! Oh, he's great. He's awesome. All righty, thanks, Jack. You bet. Cloudy and 42 degrees in Minneapolis and St. Paul. I'm John Hyatt with a 1500 ESPN Twin Cities sports update. A Major League Baseball investigation into an alleged assault involving twin slugger Miguel Sano and a female photographer will result in no league discipline. Major League Baseball announcing this afternoon a photographer for a Twins website had alleged that the All-Star third baseman assaulted her in 2015. MLB said in a release it interviewed more than 20 individuals including Sano and the complainant as well as a review of available documents including communication records said there was insufficient evidence to support any discipline in the case. Boy State basketball tournament action this afternoon. They played the Class A semifinals. Uh, Russell Tyler Ruthen defeated uh, Mayor Lutheran 49-38. Right now, Northwoods with about a 17-point lead over Castle Lake Bina. Uh, that game with only about three minutes left in the basketball game tonight. The 2A semifinals will be played at the Target Center. Five eyewitness news weather forecast. Snow looks like most of the heavy stuff will miss the Twin Cities. Uh, they will get stuff south and west of here along a line. Redwood Falls to Mankato and south into Iowa. They could see up to eight inches of snow. But here in the Twin Cities, only about an inch of snow overnight into tomorrow morning. Overnight low tonight, 30. Tomorrow's high, 40. And then Sunday, 45 with the cloud and sun mix. Right now, 42 degrees. We're about 90 seconds away from Patrick Royce. Ride with Royce, 1500 ESPN.